It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. The word is philosophy. F-U-L-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y is part one of a series I'm doing called Osophy Atrocity. Sounds complicated, admit it, it's not. You see, because the actual translation of the word philosophy, philosophy, from the Greek, is a love of wisdom. Now, I, for one, will tell you that if philosophy, philosophy, really was the pursuit of wisdom, we could be in this country in desperate need every day of becoming philosophical. But that is not the situation. We are a generation who is ever learning and never finding the wisdom of truth. It's because no one is really out for wisdom. We're, we're, instead, we're looking for knowledge. Matter of fact, folks will tell you that knowledge is power. Okay. How about wisdom? Where does it rank on the list? I, I want to make something clear to me, and hopefully to you. Knowledge is what we accumulate. Wisdom is what we have learned. Knowledge is what we accumulate to show off at Jeopardy. Knowledge is what we put together to let people know that that college degree has some backing. But wisdom is what we've learned with our knowledge. And if we don't learn anything in the process of accumulating knowledge... If the only thing we get out of it is touting our degrees and expressing our superiority over the ignorant, then the love of wisdom doesn't ever settle into our consciousness. It's as simple as this. This is what I think. Am I wrong? Wisdom is that question that comes in after you share what you think, what you've learned, what you think, what, what, what you are convinced you know that goes, is there something I'm missing? Is there something I don't know? That's what wisdom is. And if we don't learn anything in the process of accumulating knowledge, we can never expect wisdom to settle into our consciousness. I, I, I want to start this four-part series to tell you why philosophy, the love of wisdom, has been changed in our country to, well, this today I'm going to begin by talking about how we become slaves to full-osophy. F-U-L-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y. I can truthfully tell each and every one of us that we're full of it. We're just flat out full of it. 
With the introduction of the 24-hour news cycle, uh, how about an internet ready to give you tons of data in short moments? We have become convinced that information itself transforms us into smart beings who just by default become wise. Nobody becomes wise by default. We become wise by reflection on how our knowledge worked in real living situations. Yes, I will tell you right now that we're full of it. And what we're full of is pieces of scattered notes, thoughts that never congeal into a central idea. So one week we're on a diet, the next week we're on a cleanse. The following week we're on a binge. And we'll finish out the month by sitting around with all of our friends talking like we're experts on all these phases. We have a form of intellect while denying the power of the brain. We have a form of intellect while leaving the brain often lonely, hungry for wisdom. We have the opportunity for intelligence without ever hooking up the wires. <laughs> it's true. We can pretend we're intelligent and never really hook up anything, never really prove anything, never really back anything up. Uh, just a few days ago, someone began a discussion with me by saying, all the studies show. I just had to laugh. Not only was he trying to tell me that he had actually viewed all the studies, but he was asking me to accept his translation of the material and immediately bow my head in submission to the greater think tanks. It's nuts. It is. It's nuts. Everyone knows that ideas have to be tested. They need to be flown out there and thought through and, re and reworked because they're not yet worthy of human occupation or consumption. How about the fact that we test medications to make sure they're not going to hurt people, but there's no such laboratory available to protect, protect us against the rampant raging of foolish fakery. We are victims of philosophy. We are fully aware of all the shit that comes our way without having the ability to separate things off. And that's because, number one, the reason this happens is there's just too much. Yes, God forgive me and please take away my library card, but there is way too much avail availability of erroneous, uncharted, untested, and unproven thoughts being thrown out and gobbled up by people as if it's the gospel of God. We are plumped up with stupidity.
And then when these notions that we've gorged ourselves on, which are proven to be inaccurate or useless, when we're unable to vomit them up, get them out of our system, and we do not know how to repent of arrogant claims, so we come up with phrases like, well, it still could be true. How about this one? I'm sure somewhere it's possible. Or, well, if it's not true now, well, maybe it'll be true later. I know. Don't get me wrong. I know admitting admitting we're wrong is can be difficult in any circumstance. And doing so when you've been caught in a false proclamation, I don't know, it could be too much for any human soul to survive. So stop making so many proclamations. Stop setting yourself up to look weird. There is too much coming your way, and it's up to you to turn down the noise and rest your eyes from time to time. Rest them instead of filling them with bad ideas, nasty thoughts, and, by the way, poor writing. And I must tell you, because there's too much, it's also coming too soon. I believe there's a wonderful order that comes our way if we, if we receive the events and the occurrences of our lives, and instead of drawing conclusions about what might happen next or, or speculating on the calamity coming our way, we just calm down and let today bring us its blessings and let today bring us its shit. We draw conclusions too soon. Every skinny piece person you see walking around is not anorexic. And every fat person is not on the verge of a heart attack. When we jump to these conclusions too soon because we think we have the insider information, we not only end up looking foolish, we find ourselves becoming nosy naysayers who are too quick to judge our friends and neighbors. Instead of giving people a chance to try and fail without throwing rocks at them. So we are victims of full-osophy, full-osophy, which leaves us bloated, unable to move because we've consumed too many things that have turned us into fatheads. And because of that, we sit and evaluate life around us rather than just living it. We want to test the waters. Can I tell you, I've been at swimming pools all my life. People who come and put their toe in the water, 90% of the time, never get in. People who are going to swim walk up to the edge of the pool and jump in and negotiate the temperature in mid-stroke. We test the waters. Because of that, we sit and evaluate life around us 
rather than living it. Do you know what I'm saying? Making judgments about how things are going to turn out way too soon. Here's a clue. History tells us that even though things do get bad, they don't stay bad. Matter of fact, bad has a hard time of even surviving a decade of life. It may seem to be powerful. It may be popular. It may draw a crowd, but meanness will one day be overtaken when intelligent, wise people rise up and say, I'm sick of this shit. I, I think those are the godliest words that can ever be spoken because they usher in a revival of yearning for the knowledge that makes us wise. Instead of just accumulating bits and pieces of this and that. I read this book. Did you read that book? Did you read the other book? Uh, no, I didn't. Will you tell me about it? Well, it's good. You should read it. No, I'll, okay, I understand that. Could you kind of give me a quick book report? Well, it's kind of hard to explain unless you get into the plot. Okay, I understand. Just tell me one thing about the book that you remember that you like. Um, oh, gee. Uh, can't get it right now. Come on. We're more impressed with how many pages we read than the pages we've read. We're more impressed with our prowess to accumulate knowledge than we are about how the knowledge reaches into our soul and turns into the wisdom. We are victims of philosophy. We got too much, and it's too soon, which, if you allow me, leads to a third thing, which is we're too confused. Can I tell you, people aren't stupid. They're confused. People aren't ignorant. They're Confused, they're not damned. They can just be confused. Unfortunately, confusion is a devilish state. It's the key that unlocks all of our worst attributes. Whenever we get confused, our very worst parts come forth because there is too much information that has come too soon and caused us to give up too soon, the American public walks around too confused. It's just not America. It's England, China, Korea, Saudi Arabia. All of them have their renditions of philosophy. Too much, too soon, too confused. Here, take this home with you. Or if you're already home, enjoy. You can tell if you're confused if you have the following symptoms. First, you grow tired of learning and believe that you already know it. You feel negative when somebody offers a new idea. You avoid new relationships because ah, they complicate things. You end up siding with some candidate, preacher, or entertainment star, no matter what he or she may do in order to establish your loyalty. We were created to question, folks. It is how we care. When we feel like our questions 
have all been answered, we are confused. And live out that confusion by never changing. And then we're trapped in this stinking boring box. It is important that you avoid the full-osophy. It is a prideful path that leads you with too much information, too soon drawing conclusions, and too confused to actually be prepared to handle the truth. The good news is wisdom is available if we'll be patient to survive the misspeaking and the misreporting that comes around us. And the better news is, if you can escape a full-osophy, F-U-L-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y, a full-osophy, you might just stumble upon some wisdom that will truly light you up. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.